thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 123. No! Time thou shalt not boast that I do change. Thy peers built up with newer might to me are nothing novel, nothing strange. They are but dressings of a former sight. Our dates are brief, and therefore we admire what thou dost foist upon us that is old, and rather make them born to new des- to our desire than think that we before have heard them told. Thy registers and thee I both defy, not wondering at the present nor the past, for thy records and what we see doth lie, made more or less by thy continual haste. This I do vow, and this shall ever be, I will be true, despite the scythe in thee. That was Sonnet 123 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I am Mark Chatterley, and as ever, I am joined by a very warmly lit... <laughs> Terry Hayless. Yeah, I think it's just... That's just... It's your, my, your... my LED lights. I'm from the future. Everything is orange. Wow. That's, uh, that, that will be an amazing future. LED lights just make everything warm. In a warm orange glow. It is good. How are you? Are you good? I, I, I haven't spoken to you in so long. Yeah, it's been a while. It's It's been quite a while. We, we definitely it, it, just haven't been doing all of these sonnets all, all of, at once. All of a minute. <laughs> Not at all. What do you think of Sonnet 1, 2, 3? Seeming you still haven't done your homework. I, I haven't. I just... Uh... You can't say that. This is an awesome sonnet. Yeah, he just... I don't know. It just seems like he's running out of ideas and he's just <laughs> kind of given up. <laughs> I think I might agree with you there. Yeah, he's like, has... thy pyramids built up with new unwinds to me are nothing novel, nothing strange. And he's like, mm, I can't he... even be bothered to re- uh, describe pyramids now. <laughs> I think maybe I like this one because it's kind of my writing style. I'm not a big fan of description. Uh, mainly because we've had this discussion a number of times. I'm not very good with visual imagery in my head. I can't recall visual things in my head. And so I, I find describing scenes really hard. And this, yeah, I quite like it because of this. I quite like the phrase, uh, to me, a nothing novel, nothing strange. Because that, to me, says a lot more than a description ever could. It gives a feeling yeah, he just, just Everything is just kind of normal now and just... Everything is old and seen. Yeah, everything. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I think that's what I quite like about this is the everything's old. Everything old is becoming normal. So, so whereas when you're young, old things are something different and new to what you are born into. So when we look back at the Victorians, when you learn about it, everything's different, strange, and exciting, and you're discovering that world. But as you get older, that world doesn't change. That world stays the same. Whereas the world you're in is always changing, is always new and novel. Whereas the past doesn't change. And so once you've learnt it, that discovery is done. And mm, there's a lot of past to learn, though. There is, but there's only you can only be in awe of the pyramids once. Unless, unless you watch the History Channel and find out that they're actually secret alien landing pads and in the centre of the pyramids there's a fusion reactor which they use to recharge their flying saucers. I think that was Stargate. No, no, that's on the History Channel as well. I've seen it. 
that's oh, is that um what's he called the danish dude uh Von yeah Daniken. Um, Von Daniken, he's so funny he's basically made a living in his life of making crap up yeah yeah it's amazing I love it. I just love... I want to do that. I want to be someone who makes crap up and then gets free trips to Egypt and and wherever. I'm going to state it now that I think the pyramids aren't landing sites for aliens. They are actually channeling ley lines, natural ley lines on the Earth, and they're channeling that power to open portals to ultimate Earth timelines. And that's that's why they are. And that's why they're lined up as they are, the three in the row in that, in that thing... Because the further you get away from the central ley line, the more bizarre and further removed the parallel realities are. Interesting. Yeah. I, I think, think I support your theory. Ex- I think we should go get paid to have an exploratory visit to Egypt to, to reinforce these beliefs. <laughs> we we, we uh, just, just apply, just ask for funding from the National Egyptian Council there must be one something like that <laughs> we believe is. we believe everything you believe about the pyramids is wrong <laughs> just the British Museum because the British Museum has a lot of um, Egyptian stuff and and you, I mean you can do a PhD in Egyptology at um, Oxford and, and, and hieroglyphics is one of the languages you can read isn't it I actually have a friend who uh, who can read hieroglyphs. She is doing her PhD in Egyptology at the moment. Properly, or in the way that the Mormon believed he could, um, whatever his name was, Joseph. No, Joseph she Smith. actually like she 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 studied the grammar of the wow. various because the hieroglyphs are just a writing system. The yeah, hieroglyphs yeah. itself are not a language. There's there's different ones. There's ancient Egyptian and, and middle Egyptian kind of thing. And she I yeah. Need- I need to meet this friend of yours. She sounds amazing. Yeah, she lives in LA. It's not going to happen. Is she the the actress, the actor? No, no. She's the, she was at my birthday. Were you at my birthday this year? The Canadian. I was. I was. <clears throat> she said she, oh, they might have said you. I think you sat next to each other. Small blonde, short yes. hair. I need to visit. I need to meet her again. Then she's she's awesome. I like her. She can she, she can I, speak. I don't just going to be in Europe any uh Anytime soon. Well, we need to go to LA, Thierry. Me and you. I have so many friends in LA. It's it's just it's annoying. We need to go to LA, and we we will be discovered as as writer slash actors slash podcasters slash YouTube celebrities. And, that and that will totally happen. That was so. I'll ask my friend if she can smuggle us on set, and then... <sighs> that'd be amazing. I mean, she's in um, Seth Rogen's. Um, and, and Zac Afron's student house movie that's coming out next year. So she's obviously uh, getting out there. That's awesome. Well, one day she will fly us both across. I don't know why she'd fly me across, but you'll you'll have to vouch <laughs> for me. But we will go across. Can you um, can you pay for flights for uh, for me and my crew? Just <laughs> I'm your you crew. know charter jet. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We we don't go anything lower than business class. We no. we. Uh, no. To be fair, to be on a movie, I'd go in the um, landing gear of a plane. In yeah, a blanket. You can just... They, they make enough movies in Europe, though. Yeah, but no one's put me in a movie yet. That, that, that's the problem. Whereas I, in would, America... Would it increase your odds if you it, flew to LA? I mean, there's a lot of waiters in LA. 
They respect the English, they respect the British accent. It, it screams both refinement and intelligence at them. So I, I believe I could just go there and go, walk up to the entrance and go, hello, I think I'm the leading man on the latest blockbuster movie. And they go, yes, yes, you are. And then I'd walk on and, and be some heartthrob vampire <laughs> slash daywalker teen idol. That, that's what it <laughs> you, you will be on the cover of, um, what's it called? The t- that teen magazine that does the surfboards as awards. I have no idea What's what you're talking about. Called? Yes, me. There's, there's a there's a there's a teen magazine in America that their award, like for best strawberry of the year, is a uh, is a surfboard. I yeah, that would be me. I would be teen. there. I would do teen choice. Teen it might choice. just be teen. It's something teen teen choice awards. That could be it. You could. I. I would spark a whole new revolution in in Hollywood. There. There would be all those wannabe people trying to reflect my unique bearded style. It'd be great. Mm. That. That. Yeah. I had that, apparently Eve Miles when she went to America because they filmed Torchwood there. The shit series because she has a gap between her front tooth and apparently all the American um, women just asked her where she had that done because it was so unique and and, and amazing. And she just kind of went, I I was born with that. <laughs> yeah. Very strange. Sonnet 1, 2, 3. We, we got sidetracked. Pyramids. We did, about pyramids. I like this sonnet. How can you not like this sonnet? It's about him kind of defying time. He's standing up to time now. Not... not love and not beauty it's him himself and that journey has been quite interesting because i think it started off as as beauty standing up to time and then it became love standing up to time and now that's gone and now it's him shakespeare is standing up to time which i i i think is heralding the end of this relationship i think yeah he's getting fed up with a fair youth and he's now like no i'm standing up for time and rah. i am supreme commander of this vessel Exactly. I don't know what that's a quote from. Cabin Pressure. Ah, okay. I can't remember BBC that. Radio Show with Benedict I, Cumberbatch. It is awesome. I just don't remember that quote. Yeah, yeah. He's like, um, while he's the pilot, I am supreme commander of this vessel. <laughs> and then the co-pilot just kind of goes like, Dolly? Okay, sir. <laughs> I love that show. It's a good it show. It is amazing. Uh, yeah, he, I, yeah. I like. I, I just, I like the idea and the progression, as 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 you pointed out. But it just, the sonnet itself. I just kind of, I I I wouldn't have. There's if if I just read this in passing, there wouldn't have been anything that would have grabbed my attention. No, I suppose it's a sonnet that stands out because of its history that it's building upon rather than it being a standout I mean people know of Sonnet 116 and Sonnet 18 and then Sonnet uh, 130 which we're coming to people know those sonnets because they're kind of standout sonnets whereas this one really only makes stands out because of that progression he's gone through as a character so it might be interesting to see whether this is just an intermediate step to the final big bang or whether it is just kind of dwindling out now I I hope it's dwindling out because I don't like the way the fair youth has treated our poor Will Shakey Bill Shakey well not necessarily with the 
not in favour of the fair youth. I'm just... I was kind of hoping that there would be one last big something before the end. Maybe an epilogue sonnet. Then maybe we'll but this already feels like it's just kind of... He's just going to go, yeah, no, just... I don't need any big words anymore. <laughs> I love our analysis of these sonnets. So not academic at all, is it? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I'm getting to the end. <laughs> I'm bored of you. I'm not, no. Well, that's See, kind of as it, what, what, how it comes across. I mean, I could give you a, an analysis of the alliteration and, and... Please don't. The enjambments and all that kind of thing, but that's not what... We, we, we've never done that, and, and I don't think we should start now. No, no, no. I think that would kill off the few remaining listeners. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, podcast has. the two listeners, one of them being my dad and the other one being my other half. <laughs> yeah. No no one that I know listens to this. Because the only people who listen to the podcast I put out is Thierry and I did this one with him. <laughs> Uh, I think you should read Sonnet 123 as punishment for you saying it's bad. I was going to have to read it anyway. Well, I, you're, now you're reading it twice? <laughs> yeah, I might have to read it twice. <laughs> <sighs> Sonnet CXXIII. Well done. Well done. One, two, three. Sounded intelligent. Well done. You're listening to Radio CXXII on 902 FM. With Mark and Thierry in the morning. <laughs> oh, that's not going to be a thing anymore. I don't know. Troyer Nabbit in the morning. Troyer's leaving. He's going to be gone. Yeah, but that won't stop Abed doing Troyer Nabbit in the morning. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> go on, read us out. Sonnet one, two, three. No, time, thou shalt not boast that I do change. Thy pyramids build with newer mites to me are nothing novel, nothing strange. They are but dressings of a former sight. Our dates are brief, and therefore we admire what thou dost foist upon us that is old, and rather make them born to our desire than think that we before have heard them told. Thy registers and thee I both defy, not wandering at the present nor the past, for thy records and what we see doth lie, made more or less by thy continual haste. This I do vow, and this shall ever be, I will be true despite thy scythe and thee. Brilliant. Well done. So he's basically making it past death. He is. He's he's standing up for himself. I like this. He's been too weedy all the way through. And he's about to get his hot black mama. Is what's going to happen soon. Mm. He probably wouldn't Come put it to that daddy. Way. He wouldn't put it that way. Just, is that probably a bit creepy? Not. Don't straight people do that all the time? What? To call their, their wives like my sweet little baby girl and stuff like that. I'm sure that's a thing in TV shows. Yeah, yeah. It is a bit creepy. But then referring to yourself as mummy or daddy is also a thing and that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Which is why creepy. I keep doing it. <laughs> On that creepy note, that was Sonnet 123. I have been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at inearent. And I have been your daddy. <laughs> That's horrible. I, I have been Jerry Healers, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. I don't know if I want to do this anymore with you. <laughs>
Um, you can, yeah, you can follow us both on Twitter. It's very good. We we talk a lot of rubbish and talk it with people who follow us. So come and join us, and and we shall see you next time for Sonnet One Two Four. Bye bye. Bye bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.